A young boy cursed for eternity. This is the story of El Cipitillo. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos, y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen, at your own risk. was a beautiful girl, but she was also a bit lazy, at least according to her mom. Anna walked a long way to school, and one day she accidentally woke up later than she was supposed to and was running late. She took a shortcut through the woods that she normally does not take. As she was walking, humming songs to herself, she thought she heard the laughter of another child. Alarmed, she walked a little faster, but she heard footsteps. She saw flowers landing next to her and thought, it's that kid again. She turned around to yell, leave me alone, and continued walking. However, instead of flowers landing next to her, now there were rocks. Rocks landing next to her and rocks hitting her. She turned around, angry, and saw footprints. She thought, now this kid's gonna get it, and followed the footprints. She walked and walked, following these footprints until she realized she no longer knew where she was. Anna was lost and was never seen again. Well, LCP Tio, what can I say? Everyone knows who he is, right? My grandmother used to say, oh, it was that CP Tio again, every time there was a mess of ashes in the kitchen. She also told me he didn't let young girls sleep because he would spend all night asking, do you like me? Do you like me? Do you like me? Hello, everyone. Hi, welcome to episode two of, I forgot her name already. <laughs> spooky tales there we go i'm like that too i'm like what is it it's the same way something what are we <laughs> are we we're a spooky something something yeah it's all that matters <laughs> that we have that a spooky in there <laughs> i'm christina and i'm mj and today we're talking about el cipitillo um he is the son of la ciguanaba who we talked about in episode one so like we said in episode one he was cursed at the same time that Siwewet was cursed to become La Siwanaba. So when his mother was cursed for eternity, he was cursed to forever remain a child with the intent to taunt and torment his mother to like hide from her. His feet were turned backwards at the same time and he was given a giant belly. Some say he's a benevolent creature, one that's just mischievous. He's like a trickster. He has the appearance of a young child, about 8 to 10 years old. He wears a huge hat and has backwards feet. He is impossible to track down. They say he can teleport from place to place. He loves to wallow through ashes and he eats them too. He hides in bushes, rivers, creeks, and he waits for young women who take baths there. He says compliments and throws flowers but then if he doesn't get the attention he wants, he starts throwing rocks. The reason he has a huge belly is because of a malnourishment because uh, Lassie Guanaba didn't feed him properly, apparently. So he eats ashes. And he is also always depicted eating bananas. 
And um, he can be found in like the rural areas of El Salvador and I think Guatemala as well. I, I guess the same places as La Ciguanaba. They're like all together, those the countries right there. They're all Central America, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Central America. <laughs> Adults can't see him, but little kids can. That's creepy. Yeah. And if you're one of his chosen victims and he does not leave you alone, the only way to get rid of him to save yourself from his um, harassment, harassment, advances, whatever you want (laughs) to call it, you have to eat on a toilet and then he becomes so disgusted. He's like, I guess go and he throws up ashes and leaves and you never hear from him again. Like he's going to talk like that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I did find one source that said his supposedly he actually lives in a cave in San Vicente, El Salvador, by a volcano called Chichontepec. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's I, I heard the cave thing. I didn't find the specific cave, but that's cool to know. We should go there. No, we should. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we both have, we were both like terrified of things that look like. <laughs> El, El Cipitio. Do yeah. you call him El Cipitio or Cipitio? Um, both. I think I've said both. Yeah. Because I was like, what do I call it? Like, call El Cipitio or just Cipitio? I, I guess you could sure. just say Cipitio. Yeah. Sounds more correct. I couldn't figure out because a lot of like sources tied him to the god Cipetotec. And I was like, I have no idea how or why. But luckily, MJ found all that info for us. Yes, I did. Cipitio is connected to the god Shipitotec, meaning flayed one, is one of, uh, is the god of spring, patron god of seeds and planting. And that's why, you know, with at that part, I think that's why Cipitio is found near rural parts, like farms and stuff, because Shipitotec is the god of agriculture. So that would make sense why he is connected to this Aztec god. And this also ties into first the first episode, uh, the story of the Siwanaba, because Shipitotec is the brother of Huitzilopochtli, the sun god who helped the god Tlala curse um, Siwawet. Oh, so they probably curse. Yeah, they curse both of them. Yeah. So they're all like related. They have, you know, the the gods in the, um, in, uh, the Siwanaba are like connected to... In, the Cipitio story still. But that's weird. Like the one thing I'm like, Shipitotec is supposed to be this mix, like this connection to El Cipitio. So would that mean he's cursing himself? Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't maybe. know how that works. Or maybe that's like that's in fact his son. Like, what if? Because, like, yeah, like we mentioned in last episode, they say his son is or his dad is El Lucero de la Mañana. But that's like a Spanish god. And that's Christianity. Thing. Yeah. And it's Christianity because that's a, a Lucifer morning star, Satan. Right. Yeah. So, so if we go back before that, we don't, yeah, we don't know who his We don't know is. like where this, like the original story of Cipitio came from. Like who were the original players prior to the Spanish influence? Yeah. Like all we know is that Yesun was married to Siva Wed, which is Cipitio's mom. But yeah, we don't know who his real dad is because it's not it's not Lucifer Morningstar. Yeah. So it could be that um, Shipetotec was um, his original 
the original father in like in Aztec lore. I'm guessing, I don't know, because it is it is strange that this random god that wasn't in the original story is connected to him now. Yeah. Because he wasn't even mentioned in La um La Siguanaba. Uh Shibitotec, as we know, is the god of agriculture. And um I was looking into his uh, you know, the story, and it reminded me of a lot of uh the god Pan, the Greek god Pan, who is the patron of shepherds. And I was like, that's you know, that's kind of similar. They're all like in this farming agriculture type, you know, subject or whatever. Pan and Cipitio have a similar ways of behavior, like Cipitio chases young women and Pan, you know, he had this thing with the nymphs, nymphs, though, um, you know, obviously different creatures, humans, nymphs, but the behavior towards females were pretty much the same. Pan being a lot more violent. Right. I think you, I think you said he was more rapey. Yeah, he was more rapey. He was, he was like a serial rapist, but you know, the, the behavior of harassment towards women is there with both Cipitio and Pan. Because even even if Cipitio doesn't harass women or like, you know, rape them, it is very much harassment. And I think anybody, if anybody did that to us, we'd be like restraining order. Yeah. And Cipitio tries to lure, from what I, the research I did, tries to lure women into his cave. Oh, yes. I forgot and to Pan- mention that is associated with caves too and peter pan again is based on the god pan and peter pan is the boy who you know the forever boy that's why we have a what is it called peter pan syndrome or whatever like old men older men who still act and behave like (laughs) little boys so i found those similarities i'm not sure if the spanish was like look we have something similar let's merge these two stories we have and create something but i found it really odd that two cultures that virtually had no contact have something so similar with behavior with you know like cave references and stuff i just thought that was weird cpto is the central american peter pan yes for sure except he doesn't um i mean i forget i've watched peter pan like once and was he, he like lures kids away into like a dreamland or something? Yes, it's kind of like it's the same thing. Like he's he's this weird. I'm I never read the original book. I'm not even sure if he was like cursed or something. I think he was. Which again, I think if if I remember correctly, it's very similar to Cipitio. You know, they're both cursed to be children forever. forever. Children. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like some it depends what whose story or where what country you're hearing the story from because. Yeah, like a lot of the sources that I saw, Cipitio, although he's annoying, he doesn't do anything. And then other ones, like you mentioned, he lures girls away and they get lost forever and like never return. Yeah, it's very, uh, well, again, everybody adds their two, you know, their little mixture of a story. It's like the the game telephone. You tell it once and then somebody else is going to tell it differently. Yeah, and then more gets added on. I think that's about it for the Cipitio. I did want to mention that El Cipitio has... <laughs> has a tv show um oh he had. God, it's over man. now but he had a tv show in el salvador um and he like teaches kids about uh he was like the mr rogers of el salvador <laughs> 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 like, he teaches kids morality and like 
how to handle stranger danger <laughs> life lessons. And I just thought that was funny. And like, you could, if you look up SCPTO, like just the hashtag, you can see the actor and like so many Salvadorans take pictures with him. And like, I finally met the legend. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I saw that. I was like cracking up. There was um, on YouTube, a clip of a LCPTO, um, bringing flowers to this farmer's daughter and I was like what is going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like I knew nothing about the show before researching him and then I yeah and then that clip and I was like why is he I thought he was scary I don't know what is happening but I'm sorry but CPTO like the artist renditions like we were talking there's just let's see one about I could handle fine whatever she's not that scary but and CPTO, I was researching and his story is not terrifying. It's just the way that people paint him. That is like super scary. Because, oh, and I also wanted to go into this. Um, I totally forgot. But for anybody who's like looked into like fae folklore or fairy lore, gnome lore, CPTO falls really into like this category of like gnomes or duendes. That's what he looks like. Yeah, because he's supposed to be a little boy, but he gets drawn more like an elf most of the time. Like, yeah, like an elf or like an old man, like a really small old man that yeah. wears peasant clothing and like this wizard type hat. And again, gnomes, you know how gnomes have that pointy hat? They Where's almost it? try to draw him. Like, have you heard of El Trauco from he's he is as actually like an old man with like a giant hat and this is what they try to draw him but they're not the same we should do an episode no, of I know, yeah we should do that i never heard that one there's always like these like um forest spirits that that like you know are very similar to each other like again in europe and north america and south america you have these like little gnome looking things that terrorize you that, yeah the but they all have that like pointy wizard hat yeah oh and i think cpto was given pointy ears too like when he was like cursed. an elf, like an yes. elf, or like a fairy. That's weird. Yeah. I, I think this really falls into um for people who really enjoy fairy fairy stories or fairies. I mean, oh my god, somebody's like just <laughs> like talking about this video, and my phone goes off and vibrates and scares the crap out of me. I was like, <laughs> I was <laughs> watching. <laughs> um, I was looking up scary stories with my mom, and like we were watching some YouTube video, and then she just turned around and went boo, and I was like ah. <laughs> Why are you my so mean? The other day was <laughs> my mom was the other day was telling me like stories about like like duendes and stuff, and I was like, oh my god, mother! Why she like I can handle anything besides duendes. Like that's where I draw the line. I think it has something to do with my parents letting me watch the Leprechaun, the movie. The, the Leprechaun part. was so scary. When I was like seven, I cannot like see any like in um his face like. The yeah. character space scares me. Um, I think the takeaway from like CPTO and all these other uh, gnome duende stories is that you should just not go to the forest. Like in nature, nature is scary. Don't nature is scary to begin with. <laughs> You're either gonna get eaten by something, or El CPTO is gonna get you and make you get lost forever, forever. Or his mother. Oh yeah, yeah. Or his mother. <laughs> it's a dangerous, dangerous place. You guys, be careful. Um, no, I think that's everything on him. There wasn't much. I know, again, this story isn't scary. It's the way he looks and the way my brain is imagining him. Yeah. So, I don't like <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention, too, um, farmers claim to see them often. Obviously, he's seen in rural, rural areas. And, um, you know, because he has his feet backwards, they would follow the footsteps 
but they would be leading the farmers into the opposite, opposite direction and the farmers would get lost looking for whatever made these footsteps. Yeah, but because he can teleport and because his feet are backwards, they can never find him. My dad did say that his uh, great grandma used to, they used to like be eating in the kitchen and suddenly there was like a pile of um, dirt or ashes like in the kitchen that wasn't there before. And she'd be like, oh, fue el cipitillo because he he makes a mess of r- rural, I can't say that word, rural kitchens. I yeah. can't say that word either. I have trouble with it. Rural. 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 <laughs> rural. rural. No, How do you I'm say it in stop. Spanish? I don't know. En el, en el campo. En el campo. That's Yeah, that's what I say. En el yeah. rancho. En el rancho, yeah. But uh, yeah, he would he gets blamed for messes in kitchens in el campo. That's just so... See, this is why I'm like, yeah, let's get a farm and get away from everybody. And then I hear stories like this and I'm like, no, let's, let's move to a big city instead. Yeah. Where there's yeah. no duendes or anything that resembles them. Which, which again, I don't know if el cipitio is a duende or anything like a fairy or an elf. He's but just the very way similar. Walks, the way he dresses, pointy hat, small weird looking it's a gnome ish creature yeah he's really depicted like one i don't like it (laughs) and he's not really like i said like we were saying he's not really depicted as a little boy because i would be like a little boy well we all know what a little kid looks like that looks like an old man yeah the way he's drawn i'm gonna include different pictures when i post about him on our instagram so there's another reason to follow us on instagram we post memes too Yes, yeah. But yeah, I think we can uh, we can wrap it up here. Hello, this is Editing Christina. After we were done recording the episode about El Cipitillo, we came across this book called Los Pájaros No Tienen Fronteras, The Birds Don't Have Borders. And it's all about legends and myths in Latin America. And it contained this really good story about El Cipitillo. So uh, we had to add this to share the story. It is said there was an old lady that spent her time in her house in front of her wood stove all morning and until nighttime. This wouldn't be all that strange if it weren't for the fact that the wood stove was always off. Even more strange, she asked for the wood stove to be on at night while she slept so that in the morning the logs would be ashes. She had a house lady tasked to only cook at night so the wood stove would remain off during the day. The old lady's behavior worried her daughter. The old lady didn't just sit in front of the wood stove. She also talked to herself and she didn't just talk. She laughed and laughed. She also got mad when someone visited her as if their presence was interrupting an important visit. And something else was odd. The ashes from the wood stove were always gone, but no one was cleaning them. One day, the old lady's daughter visited and as always brought up that she wanted the old lady to live with her. The old lady did not want to move, so she pretended to mishear what her daughter would say to her. I can't hear you. Did you say new neighbors are moving in? Her daughter was annoyed, but her granddaughter found it hilarious. Her daughter, annoyed, excused herself to the garden. With her granddaughter alone, the old lady could suddenly hear again. The old lady told her granddaughter, your mom always falls for it. And the little girl, Paula, laughed and agreed. Paula told her grandmother that she would also love it if she were to move in with them. And the old lady replied, I would love it too, but you know that I cannot leave my little friend. Paula asked if her grandmother's little friend could come too, but the old lady said, I've asked him, but the problem is food. 
You have an electric stove, and there is not a single wooden stove there to burn firewood. Bala remembered that her grandmother's little friend ate ashes, and after some silence, asked her grandmother to tell her about her little friend. Well, a long, long time ago, when I was your age, I went to swim in the river with my three sisters. While not paying attention, the current swept me away. I yelled and yelled. My sisters were also yelling and yelling, but there was nothing they could do. The current continued to pull me away. As I got close to the waterfall, I saw a boy on a tree branch. He extended his arm and pulled me out of the water. My sisters and I tried to find him, to thank him, but they never found him. But you did, right, Grandma? asked Paula. Yes, I saw him again. Ever since that day, every time we went to the river, he would throw little rocks and flowers. My sisters would get scared and run away, yelling, El cipitillo, el cipitillo. You know, el cipitillo has always had a bad rap. They say he's naughty, annoying, but I felt sorry for him. I had heard his story. He was separated from his mother, the goddess Moon, and she became the terrible Siguanaba for having betrayed the sun god with Lucifer Morningstar. The god Tralok cursed him too. He would always be a boy of 10 years old. He would have a huge tummy and his feet would be turned backwards. Poor him. The sins of his parents were not his fault. So yes, I became his friend. He saved me. I almost drowned. When I found out he loved ashes, I would take him some. When I married your grandfather, I left my home in San Vicente and moved here. I didn't see him for a long time, but he started visiting me again. He told me that as the years pass, it is becoming more and more difficult for him to continue living in this modern world. After this, her daughter returned from the garden and told the old lady they had to leave, but she would continue to try to convince her to move with her. The old lady pretended yet again to not hear her daughter's words. Years and years had passed, and the old lady got older. One night, her spirit went to heaven. Her daughter and granddaughter were crying. Paula cried and said she would miss the stories her grandmother told her, especially the ones about El Cipitillo. Paula heard her mother calling her, signaling her to the wood stove. In the middle of all the ashes, there was a bouquet of flowers surrounded by rocks from the river. All right, there was a story. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I wanted to add it because it shows the cipitillo in a good light because we can't figure out if he's bad or good. All right, sounds good. Oh, do a plug-in for your um, other podcast. Oh, yeah, I should. Yeah, you can find um, me on Novelas con Cafecito, where we just talk about uh, telenovelas. We're watching Teresa right now. And we just really, we just, me and my twin watch the episodes and talk shit about it. It's fun. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's so funny. Every time I watch the episodes, I'm all like cracking up by myself. And my, I'm pretty sure my family thinks I'm crazy, but that's fine. <laughs> Next week, we're going to discuss El Cadejo, just because we're already in El Salvador, Central America. The Cadejo ties into La Ciguanaba. More than the cipitillo, I found. I haven't really looked into it. I've heard stories of El Cadejo before. I don't want to give it away because it's very, again, very similar to a lot of um, European and North American myths that we're going to get into in the next episode. And though some parts of the El Cadejo have indigenous roots to South America, it's also like, again, very strange that these cultures that 
pretty much never interacted have very similar creatures in a sense or behave that behave in a similar way it makes you think like is this stuff real because like where you know two different cultures separated by you know thousands of years have various and and not just thousands of years a huge ocean right you have these similar experiences it's weird it's strange yeah um, but yeah, tune in next week to learn more about El Calejo. Also, if you're enjoying our podcast, rate and review us. Apple Podcasts, if you don't have Apple Podcasts, I think you can also rate and review like on Podchaser or something. I don't know. There's a, a ton of um, places you can find us. You could look, um, follow us on Instagram and there's a link tree, I believe. Uh, our website, yeah. The yeah, podcast website. And you could find all the places we're available. Yes, yes. Um, tell your friends about us and also stay safe from a cipitio. If you see backwards feet, don't follow them. You might get lost or don't follow, fo- you know, don't follow foot footsteps to begin with. Any footprints, just stay away. Just go home. Just go home. Yeah, it's, it's safer. It's yeah. safer that way. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.